You're listening to the Mind Your Body Show, episode number 29. This is your host, Jacob Andre, and today I am talking to Adam Shibley. If you want to know more about his million pound mission and his journey in losing over 45 kilos, as well as his awesome ninja hack moves, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jacob Andre, and for over a decade, I've trained everyone from children to elite athletes to move better, feel better, and perform better. While a thorough understanding of fitness and nutrition is vital, underpinning that is mindset. And I've come to discover just how important it is. I've worked with literally thousands of people, and more often than not, it's the ones who win the mind game who succeed in the big game. So, how do they do it? This is the Mind Your Body Podcast. G'day and welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. My name is Jacob Andre, and today I'm talking to Adam Shibley. Adam is a podcaster, coach, and an author. He is the podcast host of the top-ranked fitness and nutrition podcast, The Million Pound Mission, as well as Podcasting Business School. Adam is the PhD, all in capital letters, so he's not confused with a doctor of philosophy. PhD standing for previously heavy dude. Now, Adam used to weigh about 330 pounds, which for us Australians is about 150 kilograms. He lost over 100 pounds or about 45 kilos and that journey inspired others. Adam was very, very inspiring in his story and quite entertaining. This episode was definitely quite the laugh as we went through a whole bunch of different stuff talking about his journey in weight loss, how he became the PhD, He talks about how he met his wife and the story behind this is quite entertaining. He had a profile pic, he used a little picture of a puppy dog and I didn't know the background to this so uh, I didn't know what to say and then he showed me some pictures which you'll see in a moment and he uh, she ended up becoming his wife which was quite entertaining so uh, and then they've got a couple of kids together, a couple of sons. Um, So Also in this episode, Adam talks about how his health affected every other area of his life with particular emphasis on himself to his weight and how that then affected his finances and his career in particular. He said he felt like he was driving a car with his foot on the pedal and no hands on the steering wheel. He was also focusing on the windscreen and not not what was actually on the road in front of him quite scary to feel like that, I would imagine. And he talked about how he then created this five-year plan. This five-year plan came about from watching the movie The Secret. He talks about the power of manifestation. So he had some friends that were encouraging him to watch the manifestation movie The Secret, and he kept telling him whenever they'd ask, yes, I've seen it, I've seen it, I've watched it, I've watched it. The DVD was sitting there one night and obviously this happened probably about over 10 years ago because, yes, it was a DVD. It was sitting there and he decided to put it on one night, watched it, and he said it changed his life. We talk about the power of manifestation. We talk about our personal experiences and we share some stories around manifestation, which I think will blow your mind. And hopefully if you're a bit cynical on it, open your mind up just a tad. Adam's story was quite impressive. He then goes in to talk about his Instagram ninja hacks. This guy I would call, he actually should have a podcast called Instagram Ninja Hacks because his knowledge of Instagram is better than anyone I've ever met. And if you are into Instagram, social media, 
business, growing a business, then you absolutely have to listen to what he has to say about Instagram. And even if you just want to grow your Instagram for personal reasons, he's got some really cool little tips and tricks. So it's kind of a interview in two parts. We kind of talk a little bit about health and weight loss. Then we talk a little bit about Instagram hacks. It is very, very funny right throughout. He's a great storyteller. He's very entertaining and very funny. I absolutely enjoyed sitting down and chatting with Adam, and I'm sure you will enjoy listening to our conversation just as much. So without any further ado, let's get into it. G'day and welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. This is your host, Jacob Andre, and today I'm joined by Adam Shibley. Welcome, Adam. Jacob, I am so excited to be here, man. I know it's super early in the morning for you, and it's like I time travel. I'm talking to you, and it's Saturday morning where you are, and it's Friday evening where I am. So it's like a back to the future moment for me, man. I always tell people that. I always say, do you want to know what happens in the future whenever I'm talking to Americans? Especially <laughs> on, on like New Year's Eve and we, you guys come through New Year's Eve and then we're already like 12 hours in or whatever. I go, do you want to know what happens in like the year 2021? It's, it's so much cool. better than 2020 already. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, before we get into introducing you, seeing as you brought it up, how has 2020 been for you? Man, I feel like 2020 has gone a lot better for me than most people. I have transitioned from being a, a business owner. I sold my gym. Now I'm a recovering gym owner and went full-time into podcasting, online entrepreneurship. And it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. I had amazing timing by selling my gym pre-coronavirus. Uh, that was good. And so it's, it's actually been an amazing year of growth for me personally. How good is that? That timing is phenomenal. Yeah, so, it, it, a lot of people have told me that. Like, oh man, you were, I've been lucky a whole lot in business in my life, but with that, yes. So it's, you said it's Friday evening there. What state are you in? Because you've obviously got an American accent on an Australian show, even though this is all global now with podcasting. I thought it might blend in. I don't know. Maybe people are like, man, what, what, what part of Australia is this guy from? <laughs> uh, southern, very Southern. Uh, I'm in Indiana. I'm in Bloomington, Indiana in the Midwest. I'm about four hours from Chicago. Uh, it's probably the, the most uh, well-known city that I, that I'm close to. So we're, we're in the Midwest. It's hot. It's summer. Uh, there's lots of fields around me and a lot of, a lot of, People in the Midwest are very like overweight, overweight and obese. So I've got a lot of potential people to help here. Oh, lucky you. And that's um, all about Million Pound Mission, which we'll get into in a moment. But I was in Chicago in August of 2019 for a boutique fitness studio workshop. And I've had plenty of Chicagoans on the podcast. And so I absolutely love it. I have been to, I know I'm not talking to Indiana, but I've been to some amazing cities around the world, LA, Paris, Rome, London, Sydney, and Chicago for me is definitely in the top three. It's such a cool city. Wow. That's all. Yeah, it, it's great. And the people are super nice. If you go in the, at the right time of year, like winter, it's a little bit rough, but the summertime, it's beautiful. You have the, the lake nearby and uh, yeah, it's, it's a great place to be. So Adam... Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you come to be Adam in 2020. Well, uh, my name is Adam Shibley. I, uh, I, on the podcast, I go by the PhD, the previously heavy dude. That's because uh, back in tw- 2007, I weighed 327 pounds 
And uh, so I ended up going on my own weight loss journey. I lost over 100 pounds. That's how I earned my PhD. And I, I always capitalize that so I'm not confused by anybody with a, a doctoral degree. Uh, so the, uh, the journey was a pretty amazing life transformation uh, for myself. And I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into the nooks and crannies of that. But uh, I also was able to start helping other people uh, on their health journey. And in my hometown here, like I mentioned, there's a lot of people that need help. So it took me about five years from 2007 to 2012 to lose my 100 pounds. And in that same time frame, I ended up helping a lot of people in my hometown do the same thing to the tune of 35,000 pounds of weight loss. I started tracking it. Uh, we, I started a business out of it. That's how my gym started. And then uh, I had a lot of my clients that are entrepreneurs and business people. And they're like, you need to franchise this concept. It's working so well. You help 15 people lose over 100 pounds and all these amazing transformations. And we'd share them on Facebook. And that's back when Facebook would show your posts to people and not make you pay <laughs> to show posts to people. Um, like 100% of everyone you followed would see all the pictures. And it was amazing. Uh, back in the year 2008. Uh, so I did not like the idea of franchising it. I don't like being a boss of a lot of people. I don't like being the boss of basically anybody but myself. And I'm not very good at it either. Uh, that took me a while to realize. But I did like the idea of helping more people. So I was introduced to podcasting and I eventually launched the Million Pound Mission podcast in 2016. And for the last four years, uh, I've been cranking out episodes every single week. And I interview cool people and, and I do solo shows. But the cool thing is the million pound mission is a real thing. We actually are tracking the, the, the million pound mark where uh, I tease about this all the time. And I don't mean to like hate another podcasters, but I heard a guy that's like, my goal of my show is to make a billion people smile. And I'm like, how are you tracking this? I, have, I don't feel like there's much accountability around I've made a billion people smile. And that sounds kind of weird to me. So with my show... My audience listens in, they, you know, get tips and, and tactics and they implement. And if they lose some weight, they go on the website, millionpoundmission.com. They donate their weight loss. They don't have to put in their email, anything. And it adds to the tracker. And my listeners have donated over 60,000 pounds of weight loss so far. And we're actually tracking that to the million pound mission mark. So that's, uh, that's a pretty cool thing. And we're kind of creating a movement out of that in a really cool community. And that's that's kind of the uh, the the tale of the million pound mission, Jacob. I, I love your wording. You said my listeners have donated X amount of weight loss. That is so cool. Yeah, and you know it's something where it, it, we're in the era of body positivity, which is very important. I, I believe in that, but I also believe in in results and accountability and tracking measurables. And weight loss is one measurable, and we've helped countless people just get healthy and they haven't lost anyway because they don't need to lose weight. So it's not all about like, let's see how thin we could get or how skinny we could get or, or how ripped we can get. It's just how healthy can we get? And, you know, it, the, the, the weight loss tracking is just one way to make people feel like they're a part of something. Because as you know, being in the fitness field, a lot of times people get on their health journey and they feel very isolated. They feel very alone. They, they say things in their head like, I got myself into this mess. Now I've got to get myself out of it. And they put all of it on their shoulders. So having people go on the website and donate their weight loss is a little bit of a mental trick that I play in, in a good way to make them feel like they're now a part of something. 
and they they've contributed and now there's a community around them and then they get plugged into the community and they can feel like we've got a common it's truly a mission we're in it together so uh, that is uh, something that's been a, a very successful promotion that we've put on through the podcast and a lot of people are really into it so I just had to do a quick Google search and find a weight converter to find out what 320 pounds worked out to be in kilograms. And it's 145 kilos. That's a huge amount that you were initially weighing. So what, what are you weighing now in pounds? So I can quickly convert. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's a cute dog too. That's me. <laughs> yeah. That was my dating profile picture. I'm like, if I put a puppy in front of my face, maybe, no, still didn't work. I've got, I've got more, but wait, there's more. Look, check this one out. Is this your current girlfriend? That's my wife. Yeah, oh, that's, that's your when wife I met now. my wife. So it yeah. worked. The dating profile yeah. worked with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah. So now I weigh uh, 100 kilos, 220 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, and, uh, yeah. So what, let's go to the beginning of that journey because I'm really interested in the journey. I find it's, it's kind of a little bit, when someone starts on a journey, like, oh, the journey, just hurry up and get to the outcome. But I... I'm really interested in it, having been through plenty of journeys. What was it like at the beginning for you of the journey? The the biggest descriptive term or phrase, I guess, I could give you is out of control. I, I, I did not have control over my health, the direction of my life, my mindset. Uh, I didn't know what personal development was. I was going with the flow. I was letting life dictate terms to me, basically. And I feel like a lot of people get in that zone where they're like, okay, it's like, it's like driving your car and not looking out at, at cars in front of you, just focusing on what's on the windshield and then somebody wrecks into you, then you deal with it. And that's kind of how I was driving through life. I almost feel like I was kind of had my foot on the gas pedal and didn't even have my hands on the wheel at all, you know, it's, because it wasn't just my health and my weight is like my relationships, uh, my career, my financial situation. I had a lot of like credit card debt and uh, just, I wasn't happy. I was not happy at all. And I had friends that kept on suggesting personal development material and personal growth material to me. Uh, specifically, there was a DVD called the secret, the law of attraction. And I had one person that, you know, this is back in the age of the DVD, like, borrow this DVD, it's awesome. Um, you know, they're basically trying to tell me that, like, I'm kind of a loser and I need, I need this and without, like, telling me straight up. And I pretended to watch it and I gave it back. I'm like, oh, that was great. Awesome, man. And then uh, it happened again. Another person, it, it found its way back to me. And I remember the DVD had been sitting on my DVD player long enough that there was a pretty thick... Uh, amount of dust that had been collected because I, you know, I wasn't going to dust anything in my house anyway. Uh, there was dust all over everything, but on that DVD, there was enough. It had been there long enough that there was dust collected on top of it. And I was at the grocery store, kind of praying that I had enough on my my like 18th credit card to buy groceries, and there was enough room. I went home, and I just remember feeling really down on myself. And that DVD was sitting there, and I'm like, "What the heck? I'm gonna, I'm just going to see what this is about." And Jacob, that was the first time I ever truly invested time in myself with a personal growth material, personal development. And that DVD lit me up. It changed my life. It changed the, the, the complete direction of my life because that night I sat down and I mapped out what I wanted to create in my life. That 
that night, it was the first time in a long time, maybe in forever, I felt like I was able to take personal responsibility. And in that step, I was able to take control over my life. Other people weren't going to dictate terms anymore. I was going to be able to decide what I wanted, figure out how to get there, and then just put in work. So what I did is I mapped out my life, uh, my, my five-year plan. So this was July of 2007. I set a goal of what I wanted to achieve over the next five years with my weight loss, with my business, with my relationships, uh, with my finances, all of that. And I set the deadline of July 12, 2012. I, I created a, a list of goals. I turned those into affirmations and I created a process that I, I teach my people uh, that I coach called the lifestyle rehabilitation statement. So it's like affirmations, but it's really, there's, there's even more of a process. So I did all these affirmations and I just set a rule of, I've got to read this out loud and really try to feel it uh, every morning and every night for the five-year term or until I achieve everything that I listed. And I did this. So I didn't miss a single day in that five-year time span. And the day that I opened up my 8,000-square-foot facility on this street, the main street in my hometown, uh, with I had probably 20 employees at that time. I had a hundred people waiting for me for my, my first class at this new studio. Uh, I was seven days late than the day. The actual date I had given myself five years before having no idea how I was going to achieve any of this. And at that point I'd lost over a hundred pounds. I'd helped my hometown lose 35,000 pounds. I fell in love, got married, started a family, got rid of all my debt. Like I achieved every single thing that I had asked of myself five years before, not knowing how I was going to get there, just knowing, just taking control for the first time ever in my life. And then just making a a decision to go, okay, I'm going to put in work every single day. I'm going to focus on this in the morning. I'm going to read my statement and dial in and look for opportunities. That was the focus point in the evening. It was all about accountability. I would read that statement again and then ask myself the question, did I make progress at least 1% in one direction today? If the answer to that question was no, I couldn't go to sleep yet. I had to do something. I had to read a blog. I had to do a workout. I had to meal prep. I had to send an email. I had to research something. I had to do something every single day. Cause I was like, you know, if I want to achieve this, all these things in my life, I'm not going to achieve them all at once or all in one day, but I can do a little bit every single day. I can show up for myself at that level because these goals are worth it. I'm worth it. And that's exactly what I did. So uh, I, I darn near called it exactly on my date. I was seven days late. That was the last thing I checked off. And uh, then I, I restarted the process. But that was the first I ever told anybody what I was doing. Uh, that that 6 a.m. boot camp class uh, with all those people there, I, I described what I just described to you and the people that were like openly crying. They're like, this is crazy. Uh, so it was a pretty cool thing. That is incredible. Congratulations. That's such a huge achievement. So when you were creating this, did you break things down into areas of life as in like, here's my health stuff, here's my finance stuff and so on? Yeah, I basically just, I, if you look at my life like a wall, there were a lot of holes in the wall where water was leaking through and I had to just kind of shore up the structure. So um, obviously financial situation, my career, relationships, physical health, all those things. I, I looked at all those major areas where I was really seeing the, the, the holes appear. And I just asked myself, like, what? And this is a key part of it. 
I had to ask myself truthfully, what do I really want and not hold anything back. And I teach people that when I, when I show them this process, you can't go, Oh, I want, I would like this, but that's unrealistic. Like for me to go, I want an 8,000 square foot facility. I want to have 20 employees. I want to have a hundred people waiting for me to, to learn from me, like to have those sort of demands. I didn't know how in the world I was going to get there, but I was just like, I was just completely honest with myself because that was what I wanted. And we're allowed to put that out there for ourselves. Now, very important, important caveat to the law of attraction, all right? Uh, the law of attraction pops up all the time. I'm a huge Napoleon Hill fan. I dive into his stuff, uh, Think and Grow Rich. All of his stuff is amazing. But the key thing for me is that you can't spell attraction without action. I didn't sit here in my basement going, yummy, yummy, yum. I'm attracting my, my monies, my monies. I can feel them. I can feel it coming to me. Uh, that, that wasn't what I was doing. I would focus in. I knew what I wanted. I would feel it. I would feel it. I would feel it. I, would, I, I, I really feel like that creates opportunities. I don't know how. I don't know why, but it does. Like you put yourself in that situation. And I still do this to this day. But you can't just sit and think about it. You can't just sit and passively attract. You have to act in line with it and act when those opportunities arrive and those doors open. You have to at least step through and explore the situation and not be afraid to get outside of your comfort zone because that's what it's going to take. <laughs> it's, um, I am a massive fan of manifestation and I truly believe in it. And I have this accountability partner who's much more practical than I am. And he always talks about, you can't like sit there and just wish I want a red Ferrari to appear in my driveway. It's all about action. And so that's such an important point. But I came across this from a guy who I met a couple of years ago called James Wedmore. And so I hope I don't stuff this story up, but... Um, he was saying that he wanted some more adventure in his life. And so he was, he's right into manifestation and his podcast is actually called the Mind Your Business Podcast, which is where I got the idea for this name from. Nice. And he was saying, I want more adventure and he's trying to manifest this more adventure in his life. All of a sudden, a few weeks later, his mate comes along and says, hey, James, um, I've just bought you a ticket to go skydiving for your birthday. And he is petrified of heights, hates the idea of skydiving and would never, ever do it. And he was just like in fear with the idea of going skydiving. And he said, I can't do it. I can't do it. Long story short, you think I'm going to say that he eventually overcame his fear of skydiving and went skydiving. Nah, he didn't go skydiving. He just cancelled. I don't know what happened to the ticket if someone else used it or whatever. But what he shares that story in order to impact on people that, if you are going to try manifesting something, you have to be open to how it's going to show up. Yeah. And that's a huge part of it. And like we both just explained, like it's probably going to show up in a way that you have to at least dip your toe outside of that comfort zone and, and accept it and go, okay, let's explore this new, uh, this new Avenue. And, but once you like Napoleon Hill really talks about, being on either one of two beams, the faith beam or the fear beam, and just switching your mindset from, from living in fear to living in faith that like the right things are going to happen. You're going to make good choices. You're going to be able to control your destiny. Just making that little switch has been huge for me. And it's been, I know it's huge for a lot of people. I'll give you two examples actually of me trying to manifest something. I'm going to sound very woo woo here and that's all right because I'm very woo woo. And there's some very woo woo 
comments that come out in this podcast. But a couple of years ago, probably 2016, when I really got into this, I decided, and these are money examples because I think a lot of people can relate to that in terms of manifestation. So I had decided, I was listening to a podcast and it was talking about manifestation and I went, oh, yeah, whatever. I was being really cynical. And I said, okay, if this is true, there's going to be $100 in my letterbox when I get home this afternoon. And I thought, there's no chance this is going to happen. And then I said to myself, okay, Jacob, if you're going to say this, you have to truly believe it. Every cell in your body has to believe that this is possible and you have to visualize it. So that afternoon, I remember walking up to the letterbox and being nervous with the fact that I knew there was going to be $100 in there. Now, there was not a $100 note in the letterbox, but there were two $50 sports vouchers. So our local government gives you sports vouchers for every child that you have. I have four kids. And so at the time, I only had two and they have to be in school. There was two in school. And so they had been delivered. So that for me was how that was showing up. $100 in the letterbox. And then second example, within a couple of weeks of that, was I was going to have $100,000 in the bank because I was like, okay, boom, like if this can work with 100 bucks, why can't I work with $100,000? And so I said, okay, I'd been doing a job at a local institute of sport and a state-level institute of sport and I was as a consultant there. And so I had said I'm going to have $100,000 in the bank and I was sort of had a time frame on when this manifestation was going to occur. It was going to be by the end of the year and I was visualising, I was doing all that stuff. And then a couple weeks later, I went into the office of my line manager and we were chatting about how this project looked that I was a consultant on. And um, I think at the time I was doing 20 hours a week and the project was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And by the time I walked out of that meeting, he said, how about we put you onto this, you know, whatever, I need to do this work. It worked out to be $100,000 a year, $109,000 a year. So I was like, boom, that's it. That's my 100000 It showed up nice. as a yearly annual salary. That's incredible. And it's so amazing when you can just get to that place mentally and just trust. It's it's an awesome place to be. And I'm I'm always mindful and I'm, I'm in my 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 own brain about this i'm like okay what, what kind of thought process am i having right now am i living in, in faith or am i living in fear and just putting yourself on that beam it just, it's a, a huge difference maker and you're I mean, that's a great example so that was that culminated in um july 12 2012 uh, 2012 yes and so what have you been doing since then? Do you continue to do the five-year plan thing, which if that's the case, it means you're in your second cycle since then. I have dabbled with different things since I I started doing a one-year, I did one-year plan for a while. And now I, I'm learning so much and I'm so, I've got so many new product, you know, projects and, and things coming out that I started doing 90-day plans just because I'm just changing rapidly and growing so rapidly and my career has totally changed. So now I'm down to a 90 day statement that I read and I change every 90 days, but yeah, it's, it is ingrained that process every morning, every night, like it is ingrained in my being and I will never waver from that because it's just part of what makes me me. And, and, and it's a process that I, I lean on. It's, it's an automatic habit at this point. So what's your current focus? You've just sold the business post 
or just before COVID, we've had COVID in 2020. You've just sold the business. It sounds like everything is going swimmingly. You're married, you've got kids, you've lost the weight, you're maintaining the weight, you're looking amazing and you've just sold this business. What is the current focus? Really for me, it's about being able to help other people by showcasing my unique messaging and my, and my unique experiences. So I'm like right now I'm helping a lot of obviously people with their weight loss journey and things like that. My, my podcast audience, but I've also, I started a second show, about, it's called podcasting business school where I'm just dabbling in this whole new area, teaching podcasters how to create businesses around their show so that they can make the journey from kind of a, I call it, you know, love your podcast like a hobby, but build it like a business. And we're taking a lot of people that have a podcasting hobby and creating really lucrative side hustles or full-time income from that. And it's kind of like one of those obstacle course races where you're running through the mud and there's this big wall and you have to have somebody help kind of pull you over the wall. And then once you get to the top, you pull somebody else over. Like, that's what I'm doing right now, Jacob. I'm grabbing a bunch of podcasters and I'm pulling them over the wall going, you can do this too. I did it. You can do it too. Let me show you the easiest way over the wall. So that's just been a huge point of personal growth for me. And all my, my focus and my affirmations is around using my unique ability, my unique messaging and skill set to help other people do what I've done. And I'm setting goals around that, how many people I'm going to mentor and, and all that. And it's just been a creativity explosion. I've had to hold myself back from, all right, I've got seven new courses to launch and all these things. I'm like, all right. One thing per quarter, Adam, one thing. <laughs> but um, it's just been, like I said, 2020 has been amazing for me just from a lifestyle standpoint um, and, and from a business standpoint and, and a creativity. I, I let go. You know, I had the, the huge realization that I'm not a great boss. I'm not a great person that, li- that is in charge of a bunch of people because I just move too fast and everybody's just holding on. And I don't like to backtrack and go, hey, did you guys do this and that and the other, I'd like to sprint forward and create and create systems and processes. And, um, so creating a lifestyle and a business around that, you know, has, has been very freeing for me. And also since the pandemic hits and my children had to be at home for several months in a row, I was able to, to homeschool them and be dad at home. My wife's a physical therapist. So she was able to still work as an essential worker and the kids were home with me and I was able to podcast, do my course creation, like my online coaching clients, nothing really changed for me. I would joke with other podcasters during the, the real heart of the, the quarantine. I was like, now everybody gets to see what we do all day. We sit at home on zoom and talk to, talk to people. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like podcast life right there. That's, that's, that's kind of normal. <laughs> so how much of that are you doing each like at the moment? I am working pretty steadily Monday through Thursday, Friday, like we're talking on a Friday. I do, I'll do interviews on other people's shows. I'll do uh, a lot of project creation work. I, I've just created a new course, man. Like it's, it's going to be awesome. So uh, my brain is really like on fire. So I like doing creative work on Fridays, uh, but it's very relaxed pace. I pick up my kids from school. I take them to school and you know, I'm able, like they're back now. And it was kind of weird. I really missed them. I still miss them. You know, I wasn't, I got used to them being home with me every hour of the day for four months in a row. 
And then all of a sudden, like they go off to school and I'm like, oh man, like, I, I, now I've, I've adjusted during their fourth week and I'm like, I, I'm getting so much stuff done. <laughs> so <laughs> people aren't asking me for snacks every 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Um, so where can we find these courses? I, I know you mentioned some websites before, but where can we find these courses if people are really keen right now to find out? Yeah, my so for my weight loss brand, Million Pound Mission, everything is located at millionpoundmission.com. And for if you're a podcaster or if you're somebody that's thinking about podcasting, now, important caveat, I don't really enjoy or I'm not very good at teaching people how to podcast, like how to start a podcast. I don't like talking about like, here's the microphone you should use. and da, 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 da. I'm not really super interested in that. I have friends that I can refer people to if, they, if they're interested, if they haven't launched yet. But a show and you're interested in going full-time, earning full-time income, creating a business, business development, uh, go to podcastingbusiness.school. And that's where I, uh, I hang out with all my podcasting business ideas and uh, development stuff. And I'm having a blast with it. Yeah, cool. And we'll definitely link all that up in the show notes. And talking about that, you know, probably more than anyone that I have ever come across in terms of how to take something like a podcast and grow it. So I came across you um, by, I don't even know how I got onto his email list. How good is that for email marketing? (laughs) His name is Scott Carson. And you told me he was in real estate. I didn't even realize he was in real estate, but he was talking something, it came up and it was a really catchy title and it had you on it. You, You were the the guest on this episode and I was absolutely hooked and one of the things that you were talking about was using Instagram and one of the things in particular with Instagram was Instagram live and then how you were taking and doing 15 minutes because there would be a boost in algorithms that it might have changed since then um, every 15 minutes so you would bring on someone for the first 15 minutes and you would plan to do a one-hour show in the second 15 minutes I'll let you talk more about it because you know obviously much more than I do, but it was blowing my mind. I think I watched that five times and just took crazy notes the entire time. Well, that's awesome, man. And yeah, I I do a lot of presentations for podcasting groups about my Instagram ninja moves. And um, the yeah, Scott Carson, that dude is a marketing master. So he probably just put some sort of lead magnet out there that you opted into about like the amazing Instagram hack stuff and you're like yes i'm in uh but the so when you go live on instagram and this is still true like instagram and the instagram algorithm really likes live stuff so you'll notice if you just go live and go live for an hour it'll only let you go live for an hour you'll notice every 10 to 15 minutes that more people start popping on and you start seeing people that, you know, you can see when somebody new pops on, you can wave at them. They'll start hitting the heart button and things like that. So I figured that out. That was the first thing I'm like, I think every 15 minutes it does a new cycle of it it starts notifications again. And that it sends out a new, because not everybody's on Instagram all the time, but what in my mind, what's happening is every 15 minutes, Instagram goes, okay, now which followers that he has are online, let's notify them. And then every 15 minutes, let's notify them. So um, that's, that's the first part of the, of the formula. Then I figured out that you can go live within the app with another person and you don't need any external anything. It's all within Instagram. And when you do this, it sees both people as being live. So the algorithm, so if Jacob and I go live on Instagram together, 
I would go live. He sees me go on live. All he has to do is leave a comment uh, on my live cast and I can, I can click on his comment and it gives you the option to pull him into the live cast and do a split screen. Also now when you join, it gives you the option to request to join the live cast, which uh, sometimes people just randomly do. I'm like, no, you're probably going to show me your private parts. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so I don't want to see anybody's butt today uh, or worse. One time somebody I clicked on it, somebody was like, it was a guy that was in the shower and it wasn't pretty at all. He was like <laughs> lathering his, his, his butt. And I'm like, this isn't good. Uh, this isn't good for ratings. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm like scratching my eyeballs out at that point. So uh, don't let random people come on to your live cast. But like if Jacob and I were going live together, I'm live every 15 minutes. The algorithm is announcing to my audience that I'm live. Same thing for Jacob. Every 15 minutes, they're announcing that he is going live as well, even though it's on my live cast. So you're getting the algorithm from both directions and it creates this, this like cyclone of Instagram people joining in one hub and it's easy for them to follow me. It's easy for them to follow you. And if you're marketing it well, you'll pick people that are kind of in your congruent audience base, you know? And so a good example, uh, I've got a lot of like low carb ketogenic diet people in my audience. I interviewed uh, Matt and Mega, who are the people right behind me here from Keto Connect. They've got like 4 million YouTube subscribers. They have a giant brand. They've got half a million Instagram followers. And I interviewed them for 15 minutes and I gained 300 followers from their audience in 15 minutes just because they are, and those people are ideal clients for me. I've made a lot of money from that 15 minutes because these people got into my world. They found me, they started binge listening to my podcast. They message me, they buy things from me, they buy courses, they buy coaching. And I ask them where they found me and they're like, oh, from the Keto Connect live cast you know, on Instagram two years ago. I'm like, whoa. Uh, so it's very effective. And what Jacob alluded to earlier is, the next step, so the first step is kind of go live and go live long because every 15 minutes the algorithm works. Then you start inviting someone else on. The next level, kind of the third degree black belt in Instagram karate is you invite multiple people on. You can't have, I can't have Jacob and his friend on at the same time, but you can have Jacob on for the first 15 minute segment or 20 minute segment and then I'd go just past 15 minutes and invite three people per hour. That way you've got some buffer time, but you hit the, you hit their algorithm twice. All right. So I'm gonna try to go 16 minutes with Jacob. And then at the end of my interview with Jacob, I'm gonna go and hold on tight because, uh, you know, Tommy's coming up next and he's going to talk about X, Y, and Z. And if you're following from Jacob's account and you haven't followed me yet, make sure you click on my account and hit the follow button because as soon as Jacob clicks off, you're going to miss Tommy because you're attached to him and not attached to me. So go follow my account. We'll wait 30 seconds and then I'll, I'll bring on Tommy. Then you bring on Tommy. We do the thing and go, if you guys just tuned in from Tommy's account, you missed Jacob. Oh my gosh. Good news is this is going to be on the replay in my Instagram TV. Uh, make sure you click on my account. I usually say click on my face because it's a little picture of my face. Click on my face, follow me. That way you can hear what Jacob had to say. Here are the highlights. Then I interview Tommy. I do the same kind of preview thing for the next person and I kick it over to the third person. And I only feel confident having three because I don't want to squeeze four in there because if I, especially if I'm interviewing podcasters, because as you guys can tell, we get chatty and I don't want to have person one go for way over. And then the last person gets like two minutes. That is not going to go over well uh, with the podcaster ego. So 
um, three people in an hour span go for about 16, 17 minutes. Each person leave a four to five minute ish buffer. You're going to hit the algorithm twice on each person. Uh, it, it works really well. Like you can really create some momentum. So like marketing wise, like Jacob, if you decide to do like a low carb night or some sort of like a feature, like overcoming adversity or, you know, people that have lost over a hundred pounds and then you have that theme in each person. That's important too, because you want the followers of person one to be interested in person two and in person three. So they follow you because you're the hub that connects it all. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So, and I, so I know you were doing that on like a Monday night. It was like a regular live show. So is that how you're still going about it? What I try to do is million pound mission. I do, uh, I release on Mondays and I go, uh, one week will be a solo episode. The next week will be a guest interview. So on the guest interview weeks, I try to get them to book a live Instagram with me on Monday night or Tuesday night within 48 hours of the release. And we'll do it that way. And then with the multi-person, I try to do one of those per month if I can, if I can get a good lineup and, and a good topic. And with COVID, it's been a little bit, a little bit less frequent just because people's schedules are kind of weird. Um, but yeah, like I try to get, I try to knock out. I mean, I go live all the time on Instagram. I, I went live three times on Wednesday alone. Like I'm just <laughs> going, going, yeah, if I get an opportunity to go live, I, I'm good, just kind of raw and real off the cuff. I don't need a whole lot of editing. I don't even edit my podcast. I just kind of go with it. And people either like that or they don't. If they're into real like polished with background noises and sound effects, I'm like, you're probably not going to like my show. But if you like energy and deliverables and action and positivity, then you will like my show. And, uh, and I mumble and stumble around a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, I flip that live button on almost daily and record that content just because it's, e I mean, for me, it's easier and it's, it's, uh, you know, people are, there are enough people doing live casts now that people expect like, okay, it's not going to be this super polished thing, but I can get over that and I can just learn from this person. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty big on the live cast, Jacob. Do you remember what those three lives were the other day? The doing? Oh yeah. So I did on Wednesday morning, the first one I did from my, my sauna. So this is another amazing, I won't call it a trick, but I, I pulled this off. I, I try to never pay for anything, uh, especially if it's a health and fitness related product. So I wanted to infrared sauna. And again, it kind of comes down to manifestation. So I approached a sauna company, Sunlight and Sauna, infrared sauna. They're amazing. And I said, hey, here's what I can do for you. I, I'll go live multiple times per week from inside of my sauna. And, and I will always mention your sauna. I'll always tag you. I have a large Instagram account. And I would like to be an influencer. And I want to know if you'll send me a sauna. And they sent me a $5,000 infrared sauna. So it's like I can almost touch it from where we're sitting, Jacob. It's amazing. And it's beautiful. It looks like a, like a fancy piece of furniture. It's definitely the fanciest thing in my podcast bunker by far, uh, even better than my, my elite fitness squat rack, barely, barely. But so I, I go live from there all the time. So on Wednesday morning, I, I went live and I did a product review on Wednesday mornings. I do product reviews 
Uh, I did a product review of a product that is a sponsor of Million Pound Mission called Keto Brick. So I did a big uh, rundown of what flavors I like, how my kids are consuming these and talking about it and you know, how I know the owner. I got down, I went down to Arkansas, I was able to, to actually make some of the keto bricks myself and all this cool stuff. So I talked about it, you know, and then loaded it up. Then let's see, Wednesday during the day, I went live. Uh, so with Podcasting Business School, I do a solo episode on Tuesdays. Then on Wednesdays, I go live and I talk about a couple points from the solo episode. So this week, I talked about five necessary steps for uh, anybody that wants to become a full-time podcaster, like as their, their full-time career. So I talked about a couple of those in live from my podcasting business school Instagram page. So I have a whole separate page for that brand. Then Wednesday night, uh, my, my podcast guest wasn't available on Monday or Tuesday. So I went live with, with him, uh, coach Cloyce from dad bod detox, uh, on Wednesday night. And we did a recap of his interview and talked about, you know, do audience Q and a and things like that and had a great conversation and all that live content and, you know, lots of new followers and, and it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty darn cool. And it's a lot of fun. Is that the dad bod? Is he the guy? Let's talk about this because I feel like there's an elephant in the room here, and not, he's certainly not an elephant. He's an absolutely ripped Thor body behind you. These tiles on the wall. If anyone's watching this on YouTube, I know they can see what I'm talking about. Is this this guy? No, that the no. the guy behind me. That's uh, Chuck Balsamo. Cloyce uh, from Dad Bod Detox actually is that shredded. Like he is <laughs> lean. He's got like veins in his abs and, and all that stuff. And he's, I think, 49 years old. Like He's uh, not a spring chicken, as we, we call it in, in Indiana. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's pretty awesome. So I really like this idea. So what day is your podcast coming out for you to be then jumping on Instagram Live afterwards? Is it on a Sunday? So Million Pound Mission releases Monday. I try to go live on Monday or Tuesday night, unless like this week, uh, the, the guest couldn't make that happen. And then on, uh, on with podcasting business school, my episode, my solo episode releases on Tuesday, I'll go live and talk about that on Wednesday. Then I release an interview on Thursdays. And I usually try to get them on the following Monday to do a live cast at that point, which isn't ideal, but I don't like to bother people on, on like the weekends and stuff like that. And usually when I go live, it's go on the, on the weekends. It's not as popular. Like people are out having fun and, and drinking alcohol and things like that. So that's uh, that's not good, good time for live casting. Usually as far as I'm, I'm my own experience goes. Yeah. So such a, I really, there's so many little ninja hacks that you've got that is just so cool. And particularly the sauna. I, I, when you said I've got a sauna, I was thinking, how good is this guy going in life to have a sauna? But it's the stuff a free can, sauna yeah to to get it uh, that just blows my mind to get it for free so, because you're gonna okay here's a, like a manifest manifestation slash podcasting influencer uh test that you can do all right this is a challenge for you jacob so you've got a health brand so here's here's my challenge and anybody out there like if you're an entrepreneur figure out what brand you're in especially if you have an instagram account with a decent following this will work really well so what I do is I go through my, my Instagram stories and they're all the, like the algorithm works. Like I started shaving my head during COVID, like I'm, I'm due, you know? So I have no idea how Instagram knows this. 
I start getting all these head shaver machine things in my Instagram stories. I'm like, what? I, I don't know. Like I didn't email Instagram and tell them they, they just know. Uh, so, um, it's, it's weird. So go, th- go through your, the challenge is this, Jacob, go through your Instagram stories and find 10 things that you wouldn't mind having that are being advertised to you. I'm looking at this right now. So if they have an Instagram account, then you click on their account, you follow them, and then you send them a message, but not just any message, send them a voice message because it will stand out. If they get lots and lots of messages, it's all this text, text, text. All of a sudden, they see the blue button, the blue play button, and that's your voice message. They're going to check out what that says because you may be some multi-million dollar investor person that they need to hear from. So I always do a voice message and it'll, it'll go like, so like for sunlight and sauna, I was like, Hey, sunlight and sauna, uh, it's your buddy, Adam, the PhD, the previously heavy dude from the million pound mission podcast. I'm a huge fan of what you got going on. And I wanted to know if we could have a conversation about, uh, being an influencer for your brand. I, I would love to go live inside my sunlight and sauna multiple times per week and, uh, promote what you've got going on. So let's set up a time to chat. So that's like how it would start. Now, that's a high dollar product. That's, that's the angle I would take. Like I got this little plastic thing called a Sorite, P-S-O-R-I-T-E. It's for like a, a psoas adjustment. Like you lay on it and I was like, I can use that. So I, I messaged them and it's like a $40 thing. I said, hey, I would love to test your product out and do a uh, product review on my page. And I've got all these product reviews. So they see that I do this for a lot of brands. And, uh, they sent me one for free. So I, I would guess since you have a podcast, Jacob, at least if you are, are asking for things that are less than a hundred dollars, especially I bet eight out of 10 will send them to you for free. Just so you talk about it or do a product review on your show or on your Instagram page. People like, I never pay for supplements. I never pay for protein powder, you know, anything. I can get all of it for free just because I, I will give people an honest review on my page and they're down with that. It's worth it to them to send me some samples at least. You just reminded me of something uh, as you were talking, and that was about sending them the voice message. Um, must have been you who said it. I'm sure it was. Yeah. It was a ninja hack. And that was to go through everyone that uh, – was it everyone that's seen your Instagram story or something like that and then send them a voice message saying thank you for being um, like following me and for watching this or something people wrote back with their minds blown going like, I can't believe this guy sent me a voice message. Yeah. Yeah. So I do it in two different ways and the voice messages, they really work. And before I forget to say it, this is really important. Um, especially for people that have iPhones, because like if you're going to, if I'm going to send Jacob a voice text message on my iPhone, I can record it. I can listen to it. I can choose to not send it because it sounded weird or something and re-record it. When you send a voice message in Instagram, you start that little record button. And as soon as your thumb goes off, it sends automatically. There is no redo. There is no re-record. It just goes. And I get, I send, so I, I send dozens of voice messages a day. And I can tell the people that have never done it before. Because I'll get like the blank one or like the, the three word, and it sounds weird. And they stop it. And they don't realize that it just sends out automatically. So that's a very important thing to know. But uh, I do this in a couple of ways. Every single new follower on my account, I will send them a voice message saying, Hey, it's Adam from Million Pound Mission Podcast, or Hey, it's, it's your buddy Adam from Podcasting Business School. Just want to say thanks for following my account here on Instagram. I'd like to let you know there's a real person on this side of the equation, and I'm here to interact. So 
if you have any, any way that I can add value in your direction, don't hesitate, reach out. Then I'll recommend a podcast episode. I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to send you a second uh, message here in a second. I've got a podcast episode that I put out this week, getting a lot of good feedback. We'd love to have you check it out. And that's how I get new podcast subscribers. And really you create super fans because like if they hear me like on your show, they're like, Oh, I'm going to check this guy out. And then I initiate engagement. They're not used to that, Jacob, but like they're not used to that. Like they're used to the people, like a lot of podcasters get emails. They never even check it or they have somebody else responding or they have bots, chat bots, all these stupid things. And I'm like, yo, I'm not a bot. I'm a real person. I'm willing to put in the work. If you're willing to show up and ask me questions, I'm willing to to show up and and answer them for you. And I'm, it's going to be me. It's not robo Adam. I don't even, I'm not smart enough for that. So (laughs) I can't even figure that out. So that's the first way. And it really builds community, super fans. They go and tell other people they really appreciate it. And they're, they're there, they're in, they're into it. Then, uh, Uh, what I do when I promote episodes, a lot of time I'll put up polls. And so if I'm going to, like, if I put up a podcast about, you know, a game plan for if you've lost weight, gained it back, and you're trying to relose weight, I'll put up a poll saying, have you ever lost weight and gained it back? Yes or no. And like 99% of people like, yes, 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 yes. I'll go in, I'll message all the affirmative responses and say, make sure you listen to this week's episode. It's got what you need. And I'll, I'll put that link in, in, the, in the separate message. And that works really well too. Or if I've got something to sell and I'm doing a poll or whatever, I'll you know, voice message them and, and give them a discount link or something like that. And you know, all those things, that, that personal touch, it, it takes time, but it doesn't take that much time. And a lot of people are out there trying to use bots and they're paying for all these things to, to scale, but they're not making any money. They're just spending money. And I'm like, I'll invest an hour a day, send in voice DMs and make money every single, almost every single day from it. So, and it costs me just effort. And that's, uh, that's something that I can afford to put in. That is, there's so many nuggets of gold in that. You are seriously a Instagram ninja. I think you need to change your name. You or start a third account on Instagram called the Instagram ninja, the Instagram ninja <laughs> hack. I just wanted to have a quick look. I remember that when you were saying this about sending voice messages, I went back to your messages in my Instagram account and was like, I'm pretty sure I sent him a voice message. And so I've got here a voice message that I sent on the 24th of November, which I'm presuming was 2019. And I reckon it was right after I heard this. I'm going to press play on this. This is completely live and raw. I don't know what I said. This could be so embarrassing. Let's but let's get see. It. Hey Adam, Jacob here. I just left you a comment on your post saying that I just watched your interview with Scott Carson on a replay on YouTube and I thought because I said that the thing I liked most was your voice message tactic, how can I not send a voice message? Have a great day, man. <laughs> you want to hear and that's your how reply? we got connected and then we got, we got this interview going, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and who knows where to from here. Let's listen to your reply real quick. Jacob, well done. Well done indeed. Uh, keep it going. If you have any questions about, you know, any of the, the ninja moves I discussed with Scott, just let me know. Tag me in, brother. Have a great day. How good is that? See, I can tell that's early morning, Adam, as well, because of the depth of my voice and I sound tired a little bit. So <laughs> you, you didn't get the full-fledged energy on that one. A lot of times I'll, I'll, like, I do this first thing in the morning. So if I'm up at, I usually get about 5, 5.30 a.m., and I, I crank these out. 
So that's a good example. <laughs> the other thing I'm, I'm completely obsessed with Instagram right now that you're saying this. So I went in, clicked on the little, um, I'll show you on here if you can see that. That's like a, my friend's post smashing a bit of wood over two bricks. Yeah. But the little, um, what do you call it? The looking glass thing, the magnifying glass that you click on, the yep. second one on the bottom. If you click on that, you're talking about going through and looking at the different products. So there's three little boxes at the top there and those, I don't know if you can see that, the light might not be too good. The first one says IGTV, second one says shop, the next one says wellbeing. I'm presuming it says wellbeing because I have probably said that I'm some sort of like coach and I'm talking about fitness. But right. if you click on shop, it's a, the things that come up for me are a whole bunch of shoes, shirts, jeans, um, and well-being type products, hats, jumpers, stuff like that. So it would be super easy. What you're saying is to just message one of these businesses and ask to do a product review if they send me something. Yeah. And honestly, what I would do before you do that, if you've never done a product review, go to your pantry and just grab some of the supplements that you've been using or, or a fitness product or anything and do a few reviews so that you have those in your Instagram bank that you can refer people to. Like you can see that I did these for these programs or whatever. You don't have to tell them that you did it. For, you paid for these things, you know, that they were just sitting around, but just start doing that. And you'll have people start reaching out to you. If you use the right hashtags, like product review, health product review, supplement review, fitness product review. And those are the hashtags that all these other companies are looking for influencers because I mean, Instagram is big. Like people are figuring out that podcasts and Instagram influencers and like now TikTok and to some extent, you know, Twitter and Facebook, really Instagram and podcasts, you get this niche down audience that's very specific. And if you find the right influencers and the right podcasts, you can really have a great closing rate on that audience just because of that no like and trust factor of the influence or the podcast host. So, uh, you know, advertising companies see the advantage of that versus, you know, run a TV ad for billions of people, but it's just random when they can get super niche down and they go, okay, if they're into, they have a low carb product, they're a fitness, you know, based company. Uh, they're working with females 40 plus. Like that's like, that's my, my real niche down group right there. And I, those people buy stuff that fits them. So, yeah, I would start running some reviews. It's great content for your page anyway. I would definitely do it live and save it into your Instagram TV. And then, uh, yeah, you've got great content. And tag, tag, tag. Use hashtags, but also tag. Anytime you have a brand that you're putting in your body, like today, uh, I had my first meal. I had steak. Um, I did not tag them. It was like a grocery store brand steak. Although I could have I could have tagged the grocery store. But I use salt and then I buy Grassland uh, Nutrition, which is out of Australia. Grassland Nutrition, uh, beef liver powder. So I tagged Grassland Nutrition. I use Redmond Real Salt, which I tagged. So the salt, the liver powder, I had a keto brick, tagged that. And then I drank a, uh, a shake with Bub's uh, Naturals collagen protein in it. Tag, 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 tag. And these people reach out, they comment, you know, they... I've had people just send me free, like Redmond's real salt sends, I got more salt. I got enough salt for the rest of my life, basically. Like I've got enough salt for me, you, all your friends for the rest of our lives from, and Redmond just takes care of me. They're amazing. 
Uh, same thing with Keto Bricks. You know, Robert's amazing. Bubs, they send, uh, and you develop relationships and they see value and they see momentum behind your brand and you're getting the word out for them. They'll give you free stuff. Nope, they love that. I mean, it's not like we're stealing from them. We're providing a real advertising service and we're pulling their brand into our brand. So it's not like sneaky or anything. Like we're actually providing real value. And then, you know, the only other side of that, let's say you get one of these products and it's not so great, like we're breaks or something. You got to be honest, you know, you got to, your audience will be able to sniff it out. If, if all your reviews are like, you know, if you do a hundred, at least one of them is going to be, something's going to be bad, you know? And so I'll talk about flavors. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, my children like that flavor, but they didn't like this flavor so much. And you got, you got to be real with it. So do you, because I noticed that your like mini million pound mission, for example, and then you've got your name. Do you recommend changing the name to be like to use your own name or to use your business name? That depends. That depends on if you have more of a personal brand or if like the brand is the brand. So for me, a couple of things went into this. My last name, super hard to pronounce. And it's not searchable. Like people can't even figure out how to say it, let alone spell it. So I, you know, million pound mission, it, people know exactly what it means, what it's about. Although I get a lot of people, uh, a lot of British people that, that subscribe thinking it's about making a million dollars or a million pounds, you know, making money. They think about it's about making money. And then there's, you know, they're, they're surprised when it's about weight loss. But um, other than that, it's very clearly defined. So uh, when I started my second page, which I just launched a couple of weeks ago for podcasting business school, again, that's the, that's the name. And that way it's, it's congruent with my website as well. I'm like, you know, millionpoundmission.com, millionpoundmission on Instagram, podcasting business school uh, on Instagram, podcastingbusiness.school. And that way it's uh, very congruent, easy to find. Now, if you had a, a large personal brand like Jillian Michaels, like that's a, that's a name, name brand, uh, you know, Chris and Heidi Powell, like people know those names. And so with that, I would use my, if your name is more famous than what you're creating, then use your name. If nobody knows who the hell you are, then use your brand. <laughs> so that's why I use my brand. <laughs> that's cool. And now I'm now following you, um, podcasting business school on Instagram. It's very bright and colorful, isn't it? Oh Yeah. I like that. I use lots. Of, I use a lot of colors on that. I use a lot of like um, the uh, like pink and, uh, pink like and turquoise. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and a bit of like aquary turquoisey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's got a very calm vibe, doesn't it? See, you're already <laughs> feeling better because of it. everyone going follow that account right away and feel the positive vibes. <laughs> We're definitely going to link all this up in the show notes. Um, but one last question is. So you've talked about Instagram a lot. Are you on any other platforms? Great question. One, I, I talk about my uh, seven pillars of podcasting business success. And one of those pillars is I believe you should only worry about one to two social media platforms as a podcaster and not have that pressure on yourself of I've got to be everywhere that's how people spread themselves so thin. Like I've got to create all this content or I have to hire somebody to do all this stuff and spend all that money out before you even making any money in. So for me, 
Uh, I'm on Instagram and I have a lot of engagement with Facebook groups and that's where I go. I can, I, my people show up for me there. I know that's where they are. That's how I decided on those platforms because that's where I get most of the engagement. So at first you can throw your, your fishing line in a few different ponds and see where you get a few bites and see where you get the most interactions and you see who they are, uh, see what those relationships develop into. So yeah, kind of fish around a little bit at the beginning once you lock in, like I figured out when I started doing these lives, like Instagram is my jam and that's where I need to be. And then from Facebook, that's, that's a good, like if, if Instagram started creating a group feature, I would get rid of Facebook completely. Like I, I wouldn't even need it, but that's a, a valid thing that, that uh, is, is time well spent for me. I do a lot of my challenges inside my Facebook group. Uh, I like that we can do zoom chats and broadcast it live into Facebook groups and things like that. So there's a lot of cool features there that Instagram hasn't yet uh, unveiled. So that's where I spend most of my time. Now, I got a couple of quickie things that I'll toss out on like LinkedIn. I'll post some episode, but it's less than 10 minutes per week total. Uh, Twitter, I have something automated, but I don't ever even check it <laughs> because I, I've never had a conversation with anybody on Twitter ever. So uh, I don't feel like, and TikTok, TikTok's the hot thing, Jacob. And if anybody watches my Instagram stories, I like to be silly on my stories. I like to do kind of creative things. I like to joke around. I like to make people laugh. So everybody's like, you got to be on TikTok, man, because it's all about being funny and all this. And I got on TikTok. I'm like, to me, this looks like a bunch of teenage girls in their underwear dancing around. And these, this isn't my ideal client. So I don't need to be here. <laughs> so I'm not. <laughs> and and like, I, I don't have time to create all these like highly curated like dance move videos and I don't think anybody will watch me anyway. So I'm not going to spend time on, on TikTok and I'm not going to put pressure on myself and feel like oh, I'm going to miss out on millions of people when I'm already doing really well with where I'm at. So I'm, I'm going to spend all my energy there and put all my eggs in that, those two buckets and make sure nobody kicks them over. Awesome. One last time, where can people find you? Yes. Um, health brand is millionpoundmission.com. It's about weight loss, not money. And the uh, podcasting brand, the business building brand is podcasting business school. That's podcastingbusiness.school is the website. And uh, yeah, I would uh, love to engage with anybody. If you guys follow me on my accounts, I'll, I'll get you a voicemail to uh, welcome you. I don't think so cool. to do so. I'm going to highly encourage people to go and follow you just to get that voice message from you. So people test it all the time. I get in trouble. Like sometimes I get behind or somebody slips through the cracks and I, they'll send me an angry voicemail. They're like, I thought you do the thing, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened, but now, now we're talking. So, and I'll send them like three or four in a row to make up for it. Uh, so yeah, if I, if you slip through the cracks, just send me a general reminder and you will get your voicemail. Don't worry. <laughs> Awesome. And of course, we'll link that up in the show notes so that people can click easily click that little link and go ahead and follow you. Adam, I want to thank you for taking your time today to be on the Mind Your Body podcast. And I want to acknowledge all the amazing work that you do, especially around the Million Pound Mission. That is such a cool mission and one that I am going to look forward to continuing to follow. Um, but before I let you go, we do a little thing called 10 and 10. So I try to spend the first 45 minutes or so talking to you, getting into your head a little bit and finding out a, a bit about you. And then we spend 15 minutes, probably ends up taking about that, 
going through what we call 10 and 10. So it's 10 quick questions in 10 seconds. I'm going to have to, anyone who is a regular listener is going to know that this is going to have to change names because we never stick to the 10 seconds per question. So the, the idea. That's a challenge accepted, Jacob. All right. I'll answer them in, in one second. <laughs> <laughs> so you've said stuff, you've been talking away and I've been writing notes. And so I just want Anything that comes to mind, it could be the first thing that okay. comes to mind. You might want to stop and think about it, come back to it, whatever. It could be a one-word response or it could be a 10-minute response. So are you all ready to go? Ready, yes. Is that okay. the first question? Number is that one. question one? It's probably not. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thing, this I is got, easy. I confused someone because I said it's um, ready to go with the first question and then the first question was just a statement and they were like, waiting for the question. <laughs> Okay, so the first one, first thing that comes to mind, number one, million pound mission. Results. Number two, that was really quick. That was literally one second. You win. (laughs) All done. Number two, starting a weight loss journey. Implementation is key. Number three, the secret. Should have started earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, manifestation. Manifestation is a hard concept to buy into, but once you feel it, you know it's real. That feel, you have to feel it. So true. Number five, helping other people. It's what I was born to do. It's what I was put on this earth to do. I'm an energy giver. I ask people to plug in, borrow my energy until they build up their own. Number six, Instagram ninja hacks. Instagram is, in fact, my jam, and uh, you should definitely uh, try it out. But if your audience isn't there, then you don't need to be there either. Don't put the pressure on yourself. Number seven, the best thing about owning a sauna. (laughs) Well, every time I get in there, I know that it was free. So I, I love that. Uh, but no, uh, the detoxification effects are amazing. Number eight, the value of personal communication. I get to know people. Like I really get to know people and they get to know me and there's no filter there. And, and that's what I like to do. Number nine, the best thing about doing product reviews. Free stuff it's amazing (laughs) and number 10 this is a question which i ask every guest no matter what they have said in the podcast so far and that is if you could go forward in time or back in time which would you go and why and where would you go to i would go backwards in time to the point when i july 12 2007 and i would just tell myself hey you just made the right choice. Believe and go full throttle and just trust in yourself. Trust in the process. That's what I, that's what I would do. I actually do this uh, a lot. I kind of put myself in the position now. And if I, especially if I'm feeling a little bit like off track, I'll go back and I'll kind of mentally have a conversation with myself in the past when I've been struggling and go, okay, we made it through that. And now, you know, and the next benchmark we'll check in again. So, Yeah. I think that was the only one I did over, over 10 seconds. So I feel good. Nine out of 10, Jacob. I feel pretty good about nine out of 10 there, bud. <laughs> well, what an amazingly powerful way to finish the podcast as well. Adam, thank you so much. 
Jacob, thank you. Thank you all for listening in. Uh, If you guys got anything out of this, I would love for you to leave a five-star glowing rating and review wherever you're listening to this. And make sure that you mention Adam, the PhD, was your favorite episode of all time. Feed my ego, people. Thank you very much, Jacob. Are you frustrated that no matter how much you try, no matter how good you plan to eat, no matter how much you intend to exercise, you just can't seem to stay on track with your health and fitness goals? Do you feel like your best of intentions to have more energy and feel better about yourself results in having even less energy and feeling down? What if there was something you were missing? What if eating healthy was actually enjoyable? What if you looked forward to exercise? What if moving more could actually be really easy? I've put together a free ebook just for you, detailing the strategies for having more energy and feeling better about yourself. And I want to give it to you absolutely free. To get instant access absolutely free, simply visit jacobandre.com. That's J-A-C-O-B-A-N-D-R-E-A-E.com.